Welcome to Freelance with Freedom. I'm your host, Harriet Hadfield, and I'm so excited you're here. I help creative freelancers become fully booked and in demand in any market, on their terms and without burning out. I went from broke makeup artist living in a room I couldn't stand up in, living paycheck to paycheck, to working on the red carpets of LA as a celebrity makeup artist. I also created a six-figure business during a global pandemic in less than seven months. After working around the world and on set as a celebrity makeup artist 15 plus year, I was tired, tired of the hustle culture and an emphasis on being busy. I was tired of the starving artist mentality and buying into the narrative, there's only one way to be successful. So I decided to create my own version of success, to break the rules and rewrite my own. And I wanna show you how to do the same. If you're a freelance creative and you want to generate consistent income, work with your dream clients, and step into the CEO role in your business, you're in the right place. There's room for you at this table. I'm so excited because today's episode is sponsored by my signature group program, Freelance with Freedom, a lifetime group coaching program to help creative freelancers double their bookings in any market. This lifetime, yes, you heard me right, lifetime program is the group coaching container for creatives looking to increase their clients, irrelevant of what market they're in or where they live. This is my proven framework to double your bookings and create a life of freedom and fulfillment. This transformational program will change the way you do business forever and set you up with the skills you need for consistent bookings for life. No agent required, no more relying on word of mouth and no more burnout. Waitlisters have the chance to secure an extra special bonus. So join the waitlist now and you can check out the show notes for more details. Welcome back to a new episode, everyone, of Freelancer Freedom. I'm so excited you're here. We have so many exciting things happening in Freelancer Freedom world. We have the next launch of Freelancer Freedom Now Lifetime program coming up. Can leave all the details of that in the show notes. But today I want to get into the nitty gritty of bookings. And this episode is going to be especially for you if getting booked currently feels hard. So let's start by addressing the elephant in the room your thoughts about money, and more specifically, not having enough of it. So much of the way we think about bookings is tied to our thoughts around money. So when it comes to getting booked, your brain equates getting booked as, I will have money, which makes sense. And there is some truth in that, of course. However, when you believe you need money and your brain is screaming at you, we don't have enough, we don't have enough, we're running out of time. One of two things tends to happen. Either you operate from a place of scarcity where your brain goes into survival mode, aka get what I can, say yes to anything, or you enter a freeze state where you literally freeze and nothing happens. So let's explore a little bit of both in depth. So operating from scarcity may be something you've known for a long time, especially if you've always been a creative freelancer, but I want you to first consider How often do you feel like you have enough money? Like, can you quantify that? Notice if there have been times when you've told yourself, if I made, and I want you to insert the amount here that you genuinely believe would change how you feel. If I made X amount, I wouldn't feel this way around money, aka maybe it feels desperate. Maybe it brings on a lot of anxiety. Where have you come to expect getting paid late, for example, or generating more money as something that is hard. So where is your belief existing that getting more money, getting booked is already hard? Because there was a time for most of you where what you earn right now would have been exciting. 
To even get paid being a freelance creative felt exciting and full of possibility. And yet what happened is you hit that amount and your brain tells you, oh no, we just got the amount wrong. (laughs) So then our brain offers up, oh, when we hit, insert, a higher number, then we'll feel safe. And surprise, surprise, the cycle continues and it's exhausting. So often we think burnout comes from physical action alone and being overworked in a physical sense. But I would put money on it that 90% of the burnout creatives experience comes from the endless thought loops around money and safety. It is very hard to create and show up with CEO energy when you don't feel safe which makes sense that our thoughts around money and safety are highly intertwined in how we show up in our business, especially when it comes to generating bookings and better still, generating bookings successfully. Learning how to create your own safety can be completely separated from the numeric amount of money in your bank account right now, but your brain probably doesn't believe that. Having no bookings and no money as a result of that is one thing, something that is easily fixable, But your brain compounds a simple fix with shame, and shame is a lot harder to fix. When you add shame on top of a problem, you push the solution further away. So you actively put a wall between the problem and the solution. So this looks like when you add in, I shouldn't be in debt, or I should be further along in my career. And then you spiral into self-loathing, self-judgment, and become the biggest arsehole you've ever met to yourself. So at some point, something has to give. And guess what? It ain't going to be the solution when you're too busy hating yourself for being human and for what some numbers on a screen say. Those numbers on a screen become your master. It's incredible how much power we give those numbers on a screen. And when it comes to money, think of it this way. It has the power you give it. And I want to give you an example. Let's say you might be freaking out that you have, let's say it's $5,000 worth of credit card debt. But to someone who has $50,000 worth of credit card debt, that amount might seem like nothing. They could be longing to only have 5k worth of credit card debt. So that's to say the amount isn't the problem. It's your thoughts around it. And your thoughts about money created how you feel. Most likely anxious, fearful, self-doubting. And how you feel has impacted the actions you took or didn't take which creates the result of either spinning out and operating from scarcity, which guess what moves you further away from the clients you actually want, or you find yourself in the freeze response because inaction feels safer to your nervous system. But either way, your thoughts about money don't improve, let alone go away, and still you have zero mental capacity to get more bookings. Our thoughts are always creating our results. And notice if you find yourself feeling shame around recognizing these truths. Where can you put the shame down? Even if it's just for long enough to see there is always a solution. You have the ability to fix anything and shame isn't required. So let's talk more about freeze response. And the freeze response is something that a lot of us are familiar with, kind of like the fight or flight responses, but the freeze response doesn't seem to get as much airtime. And I think it's important to identify this state too. So free response is usually a trauma response. And again, especially if when you don't have money, you're very aware of what that triggers for you. Again, the circumstance may be being in debt, having no money, but notice how it makes you feel and what you tell yourself about you. So notice that those things more times than not are negative. The way you talk to yourself and the thoughts you have. And especially when we feel overwhelmed in decision-making, 
again, that freeze response is just our body's way of being like, I can't deal with this right now. And the result is inaction. The result is like the avoidance of something that then we keep coming back to. And again, it's what creates that spiral of getting stuck. So when people tell me they feel stuck, it's often because something hasn't been processed. And whether it's consciously or subconsciously, it's like, where can we start to recognize the beliefs and thoughts we have that make us feel stuck or in that freeze state? So the next thing I want you to consider when it comes to getting booked feeling hard is you're overcomplicating things. And look, I get that you want to think there's some big illustrious secret around getting bookings, but this is the easiest part of the strategy. And so many creatives think they're doing it wrong if it's not complicated. And it's funny because inside Freelance for Freedom, I make sure that being able to get a booking is so simple. From the strategy point of view, whether it's your first ever booking or your hundredths, the process I teach has been tried and tested with so many different kinds of creatives, from makeup artists, photographers, creative writers, garden designers, and more. And when it comes to the skills required to master bookings, there are a few considerations. Two I want to talk about in particular is communication and conviction. So communication is an integral part of bookings. So many creatives get mad when their clients ask more than they're willing to give. But I remind them, if there's no boundary in place, why wouldn't they ask for more? How can you be mad at your clients when you've created ambiguity around working with you? It is your job as a business owner, as a creative CEO, to handle expectations. That means communicating what is and isn't included and handling client expectations up front before they confirm you is incredibly helpful and beneficial, not just for you, but for your clients too. It makes you a better business owner. It helps you build scalable demand. If there's one question that so many creatives spin out about, it's their rates, both in choosing it and communicating it to clients. It makes total sense that bookings feel hard if you still feel unclear on your rates or what to charge. That is why in the first 30 days inside Freelance with Freedom, we make sure every single creative knows their rates using our infamous money manual. So you have everything you could ever need when it comes to money, rates and negotiating as a creative. From there and knowing your rates, you can deal with the real issue. Because like we said, it's never really about the rate. It's your thoughts about the rate that have stopped you reaching out for fear of what someone else might think about the amount. One of my favorite challenges we have inside the Freelance for Freedom is the boundaries challenge. And what's special about the boundaries challenge is this is where we help our clients identify the beliefs they have that they've been operating from inside their business, especially when it comes to boundaries or the lack thereof. Because the truth is we make stories that turn into novels about what people might think of us and our rates, which stem from a very natural desire to be liked, to please people, because we're human beings with very human brains and our need to be liked is a survival mechanism that we have to recognize in order to find other ways of operating inside our business and creating our own safety. And I've said this before, but your clients, they're allowed to have thoughts about your rates. They are going to have thoughts about your rates. But what do you make that mean? For example, if someone says your rate is too expensive, what does your brain offer up? Maybe it offers you, oh, I'm obviously not worth that amount. Or I must be terrible. They think I'm greedy. Again, notice it's usually something negative about yourself or your work. Versus where can that person be allowed to have that thought? Notice it doesn't make it true just because they think that. 
But you can decide just because it's their thought, it doesn't make it true. You don't have to adopt it too. We give thought so much power and the way I coach my clients around money and mindset is a huge part of bookings, going from feeling hard to simple and repeatable. And convictions. This is the next thing I want to talk about. I've done so much work with my own coach around convictions and realize that when it comes to bookings, you have to believe people want what you have to offer. If you're not convinced you have an incredible service, why would you expect anyone else to be? You should be so in love with your service. Like you should be able to romanticize what working with you feels like from a place of passion and excitement. You get to operate from belief that people are genuinely lucky to be in your company or get to work with you. When you love what you do, it is so much easier to market. And the same goes for when you let go of getting stuck in what people think about your work. When you love what you do, you will market it. You have to embody the identity of someone who gets booked. And ask yourself what would be the money generating actions inside your business when you step into the identity? And are you making those actions a priority in your business? I always say to my clients, you have to identify the money generating tasks inside your business and practice those tasks again and again. Get really good at those. And look back on what has generated you money in your business in the past. What actions led to bookings? Do more of that. I think the fear of rejection is also notorious for complicating a very simple process. But again, it comes back to what you not just make a client mean or a job mean, but what getting a no means. And it might sound counterintuitive, but rejection really isn't a problem. You have to familiarize yourself with hearing no. Allow your body to sit with that. Notice what comes up, especially what you try to make it mean about you and your worth. And because of this, and we see how much this impacts creative freelancers, one of our other incredible 30-day challenges we run inside Freelance with Freedom is the infamous no challenge. Seriously, it's genius and my clients are obsessed with it. So I'm sure you've all heard of Selling Sunset. Well, there's this one scene I remember where they decide that anytime someone sells a house, they ring this gigantic bell inside the office to celebrate. So anytime someone sells a house, they ring the bell and it's like a big celebration. And with the understanding of how triggering getting a no is for a lot of clients before they work with me, I created this challenge where getting rejected is the goal, okay? So it's not something to be feared anymore. Because so much of the time when you're telling yourself, I have to, I can't fail, I have to get a yes, I have to get a yes, you're putting so much pressure on yourself and your business. Whereas when you hear no's, it means you are being active in your business. And no matter what your body tells you, it's the start of something wonderful. You putting you and your business out there on the map and in front of clients versus waiting for them to come to you. So in this challenge, I have my clients ring the metaphorical bell in our Slack channel every time they get a no. And we celebrate that no with meaning for the fact that they had the courage to reach out to put themselves in line for opportunities. And when you change the goal, like we do inside this challenge, and normalize hearing no, something wonderful happens. You reset your nervous system, you reach out with more confidence, and what else happens? Because you are constantly reaching out, you get yeses without placing any meaning on them. Sometimes you just have to change the goal to redirect your energy. 
And using my signature framework and how to book a client in 10 days bootcamp, along with the coaching we do around rejection, my clients go from passive in their business to incredibly active CEOs with zero pressure and maximum results. We think as humans that motivation has to come from pressure. Like we think if we increase the pressure, which usually looks like being hard on ourselves or hustle culture mentality, will increase the output. But it's really the other way around. So when you decrease the pressure, the output always goes up. And finally, the next thing that I would say is happening that is making getting bookings feel really, really hard is you're stuck in the problem, not the solution. So you're stuck in the problem, not the solution, mostly because of what we talked about in the start of this episode. So this is what shame does. Like I said, it keeps us stuck. It creates avoidance and we lack the creativity needed to solve problems as a result of that shame. So think about it. Do you focus on your lack of bookings or how you could be getting more? When you focus on the problem, you're going to fall deeper into the shame spiral and the ability to change your situation or change your result. And this is a huge part of where I believe creatives get stuck. They forget how to leverage their creativity in business. So another way to think of this is resourcefulness. To start with, you have to let your brain see there are always solutions, even if you don't like all of them. And I also say to my clients when they come to me with a problem, okay, so what do you want to do about this? If you had to think of 20 ways of solving the problem, from the completely ridiculous to the most obvious, where can you first allow your brain the space to see that there's not even just one solution, but many? For any creative, there's always a point when you look back where you realize you created opportunities for yourself, even if it felt insignificant at the time. I remember wanting to be a makeup artist when I was at school. So this is like when I was 13, 14. And this was when there wasn't any YouTube yet. I didn't live in London. I was too young to do a makeup course because I was still at school. I could have easily focused on what wasn't available to me. Or what I did do was get resourceful. So there was the local drama club. And when they put on a school play, I asked if I could do the makeup. They had never used makeup before and I had never done it, but I knew I could learn. And I took it so seriously. I made notes. I practiced the looks on my siblings at home and I treated it as a very serious opportunity. And I created that. No one told me I could do it or I should do it. I decided this would help and I was so excited. I created that. And another thing I remember was before YouTube existed. So back when we had dial up, I used to cut out the makeup looks from magazines and stick them like in a little notebook. And I would study the looks for hours. I would think about how they had mixed the colors, how they created different finishes and the shapes. And I'd write endless notes as I tried things out on anyone who would let me borrow their face. I found ways to get closer to my goals from a belief I would create my own opportunities and solve problems. I wasn't going to wait for someone to give them to me. And when I first moved to London, Instagram didn't exist back then. And finding people's info was so much harder before the internet became what it is now. I didn't have LinkedIn. I didn't have Instagram. No one in my family worked at Vogue. I'm going to be real with you. My website was basic AF. (laughs) But again, I was resourceful. I did what I could with what I had. I didn't see obstacles as a problem. I remember navigating getting to shoots using an A to Z of London. Google that if you don't know what that is. And let's just say reading a map wasn't and still is not my strong point. I wasn't afraid to ask questions. And I sought out opportunities consistently. And I always thought about how I could create more of them. So maybe this hits a nerve for you too. And you think, yeah, I remember doing that, especially at the beginning of my career. And if this is you, what changed? 
When did you lose that level of curiosity and excitement? Seriously, get a pen and paper and write that down right now and send me in a DM. I want to know. And the best advice my coach has ever given me was that problems are just information. Yet even admitting to having a problem can feel so loaded when you believe you should never encounter problems, obstacles, or rejections, as if any of those things are bad versus just part of the process in business and in life. When you shame yourself for these things, of course, getting booked as a creative will feel hard. It makes so much sense that it feels grueling. It makes sense with that way of thinking. Getting bookings has become a feast or famine situation. Like you genuinely believe there is only one or the other available. It's the same as the all or nothing mentality. Like I'm either rich or I'm broke. There's no in between. And you have to make space for the imperfect, the nuances, the mess, and the joy of being in it the whole entire process. And it can be simple. It can be fun. And if it feels hard right now, I want you to join the most incredible community of artists who are tired of waiting their turn, tired of struggling. I want you to let go of the idea you need referrals, that you have to keep relying on word of mouth to get what you want. And no, you don't need an agent. (laughs) I want you to reject the idea of being ready or that there will be a perfect time to work on this. The time is now. And I want you to remember that future you is counting on you to show up imperfectly and to have a go. Because when I think back to doing that school play makeup, what always kept me going was I'd rather know what could have been then always wonder. I want you to join Freelance with Freedom for lifetime support and everything you need to double your bookings in any market. We have an incredible waitlist bonus for anyone who joins during the waitlist launch. Not only will you be in the most incredible company, again, have lifetime access to the curriculum, the coaching, but you will have every tool you need to double those bookings. I'm going to leave all the details in the show notes and I can't wait to see you inside of Freelance with Freedom Lifetime Group Program. Thank you so much for listening to Freelance with Freedom. I'd love to continue this conversation over on Instagram. So come hang out with me at Freelance with Freedom. You can follow me there for mini trainings that include mindset and strategy to help you step into the CEO role in your business. And if you're interested in taking this work further, head to www.harrietadfield.com to find out more about working together. I'm wishing you an incredible week and I can't wait to see you in the next one.